Sorry, what's your name one more time? I'm Helene. Helene. Okay. Took me a year to figure out how to say that. (laughs) It's Helen with an E at the end. Helene. Sounds fancy. (laughs) Yeah. Ready to roll? We rolling? Yep. Right on. All right. Welcome to the 10th anniversary of the Valley Boys. I mean, 10th episode, of course, not 10 years. I mean, could you imagine if this went on for that long? Uh, Join with me is my assistant, Brandon Collins. He's been demoted. Again. Yeah, I forget what, what I you do did. That? I don't know. It doesn't matter. You were talking in a talking hole, and I was sick of it. So you're back down to assistant. Cool. Uh, but more importantly than Brandon, we've got a guest. He's a big deal. Joe Walsh. Now, here's what I don't want. I don't want to hear anybody online saying he's a tea farty Republican. I don't want to hear that... Uh, you know, he looks like a, an anorexic Ron Perlman. I don't want anyone saying <laughs> that he looks like Jeffrey Epstein's half-brother. And has anyone seen them in the same room together? In fact, we he's one of the that. only politicians that hasn't been in the same room as Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Senator Joe Walsh, how you doing? It's great to be with you guys. I get that a lot, though, that I look like Epstein. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to hear it, but it's definitely true. The gray hair. I never noticed it until he died. And then when I saw pictures of him after he died... Oh, the I dead said, body? You were like, yeah, I yeah. see it now. <laughs> That's me. That's me. You know what it is? It's the uh, it's tequila. You it's got tequila. into that in the last year or so? Yeah, that'll do it to you. It's good to be here, you too. Right on. It's good having you. Um, the whole place was excited to have you over. As you can see, we're, we're in the shit shack. You can't see it, but we got Joe in here. Everybody, all the suits. It's incredible. We're happy to have them. Uh, they don't like that we call it a shit shack. Where'd that come from, that I name? Know, we started calling it that. Just. I think it's gorgeous. It is, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't find a better location, but that's just what we do. We we bring it in. We come in. We bring down the property value. So it's, <laughs> as soon as we got here, dump truck here uh, pulled out this cheap, dirty beer and dropped the bottle right in that gorgeous kitchen. Did well, it really? might be cheap, might be dirty, but at least it's manufactured right here in the USA. So it's good beer. Rolling Rock's good beer. Thank you. Canadian so, beer. Fuck off, better. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so. With all of uh, everything that we disagree on, yes, we do. We can agree on some fundamental things, and primarily, I, I like to think it's country over party. Amen. And I got to say, as much as I disagree with virtually everything that comes out of your mouth, you've you've epitomized that belief. And so I got to I got to say, thanks for that. It's good to hear people speaking out against corruption and just this outright shit show well you and i sort of happening. clicked on twitter a while back we did but it was after we had some words for each other remember that uh yeah and, I, and he went after me hard I, but well, i backpedaled i backpedaled <laughs> and i'm doing it right now i forget what it was about but yeah you you went uh, after me it was good. it was the guns thing uh you and i disagree on guns. Yeah. i d- still disagree with you on that but yeah. i hit low and dirty and <laughs> you calmly pointed out that I was incorrect about that, which I was, and I take it back. Everything's, I'm an awesome person for that. So kudos to me mostly. Um, Jeez, don't break your armpit in your own back there, buddy. <laughs> I, I literally did that. You couldn't, you can't see it, but that's what I'm doing here. So do you really think that we were talking about this just a second ago? Yeah. But who's going to beat Trump? Yeah. You, you decided to challenge him yeah. in the Republican primary, which, let's face it, doesn't really exist. Gone, baby. Party's gone. Look, I just I thought it was really damn Trump's unfit, period. And I thought it was really important that there's a fucking Republican out there every day saying that he's unfit. 
We hear it from Democrats and independents. My party's become the chicken shit party. Um, everything I say about Trump publicly, uh, most of my former Republican colleagues say it privately. They're just to say they're afraid to call him out publicly. And why is that? Are they afraid of him or are they afraid of their voters? Voters. So their they're, voters are yeah, ride not, or die Trump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys aren't afraid of Trump. They think he's a moron. They know he's a liar. Uh, they're afraid of his voters. If they speak out against him, all of Trump's voters won't vote for them. And look, it, I was a congressman. It's a nice gig. They don't want to lose that gig. So right. like Ted Cruz, for example, oh. like he... he uh, Canadian, by the way. <laughs> Park, in, Park yeah. Canadian. Right, but... Yeah, he was so, born there. Yeah, he was but born there. Republican running in Texas used to be a surefire thing, double-digit yeah. win yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. And then he wins, but it was, what, about 4%, uh, 4% I think? Even that, closer to that, two points, I think, over Beto. Yeah, right. So, yeah, so had he continued on what he did in the primary where he was talking about how Trump was a grifter and he was a horrible person, didn't wasn't fit for office. He lost. He Yeah, would have lost He'd in Texas. Um, I mean, think about that, though. I, I know Ted Cruz. Uh, he calls Trump a pathological liar and amoral, just like three and a half years ago. Yeah. Now he's washing the dude's feet. He's washing Trump's feet With every day. With his tongue. With his tongue. Yeah. I don't know, Dave, guys, I don't know how you can do that, how you can turn on that. The guy, and, and, but here's the deal. I know Ted Cruz knows that Trump's amoral, but fuck it. He wants to get reelected. So that's what it, that's what it is. Um, well, party the, over country. They're all, it's party over country, over country, or in John Bolton's case, it's book over country. But they're, they're all positioning themselves for after Trump. Ted Cruz wants to be president. Sure. Nikki Haley wants to be president. So they want all of Trump's voters. So they want to pat him on the head and be nice to him now. Then Trump goes away. Then they can be the one. That's a bad strategy, I think. I think so, too. it's all going to come out eventually. What Everything how corrupt he is yeah and they're gonna find out that he's been lying everything will will come out totally and i gotta say your strategy seems a little bit better i was ahead of this <laughs> and even people that voted no on impeachment which that's a separate yeah. issue that yeah. was that was another uphill battle yeah. as soon as they said they were impeaching him and as soon as it was passed we all knew it wasn't going to happen everybody knew that what i thought they did that was kind of um stupid like a fox was they tacked on the obstruction charge yeah. because it's almost like they're going to impeach him. They're going to do. They're going to make a big spectacle of it. I'm not going to use the word entrapping because it's right. technically not entrapment. Right. But they're setting him up to commit the crime of, of obstruction, which he did in plain which view. Which he did. And all of those senators that voted no, he didn't do anything wrong. That's going to bite them in the ass later. I, I believe. Yeah. Look, I th here's the deal, though. Me, Joe Walsh, courageous Joe Walsh. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm I'm dead in the Republican Party. I couldn't get elected to anything for the foreseeable future. You, I, I think you're right that all of Trump's shit is eventually going to come out. But but then I'll be blamed for one of the guys that helped bring Trump down. I, I just don't think Republicans will ever vote for me. But I think the Republican Party's done. I think the party's over. Well, it's going to split, I think. Totally. And that's what we were talking about. Both, both sides. The Democrats, too. Democrats are moving... They got their issues. They have that. Well, no, there's no question. Yeah. And we'll get to that for sure. But uh, they're kind of moving in, in their typical Democrat traditional ways. You know, you got the Joe Walsh's. The, the, er, yeah. <laughs> He's sorry. already made me a Joe damn Biden. Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these these pro-establishment <laughs> yeah, 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 guys. Yeah, yeah. And if there's one thing Trump proved, Trump and Bernie in 2016 proved, is that people are ready to move on past 
establishment. Yeah. You had on the right, the the pro establishment dude would have been um, your buddy there, uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. And on the right, or sorry, on the left, we had Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And on the opposite ends of that, there was Trump and Bernie. And those were the ones people were getting behind because they had this a very similar message of no more of this shit. Uh, we're, we're ready to drain the swamp. I got to say that message is good. Oh, absolutely. As it turns out, it was a complete lie. It was a lie. Uh, we talked about this on the last episode, but there was a, you know, between two ferns with Zach yeah, Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to do that if you ever get a chance. Yeah, but I want to. He had Hillary Clinton on. Yeah. And he's like, okay, Hillary, just hang on a second. We got to air a commercial. And they put on a Trump ad while she was <laughs> while <they were> interviewing <laughs> her. And, and the ad itself was, there's too much money in, in, in politics. We have uh, corporations yep. funding these, and yeah. we need to get rid of that. Yeah. End of message. Yeah. That's not a bad no, it's awesome. strategy. It's just it's too bad that, you know, as Jimmy Dore said, he drained the swamp, and then it was his people at the bottom. Uh, the the uh, politics is broken. Both political parties suck. The average American didn't feel like government was doing a damn thing for him. It's corrupt. So along comes this guy that says, I'm going to fucking drain the swamp. I'm going to go after the elites. And they bought it. It turns out he is the, the most corrupt person we've ever put there. He's an absolute con man. He doesn't believe a word he says, but most of his supporters still buy it. And now that's that's what I find bewildering because isn't the GOP supposedly the party of morals, the party of the family party, the uh, and they're sticking behind this blatant, like you said, he's a con man. That's what it is. When they man. said he can't be bought because he's already a billionaire. That's an interesting point, and that's true to an extent when it comes to putting money in his own right, pocket. Right, right. However, he's morally bankrupt. And it seems like everyone has dirt on him that he wants to keep quiet. Uh, yeah, but you know, one of the weirdest things was, you're right, he was like the least vetted candidate we've ever had. Think about it. Nobody in, in 2016, nobody dug up shit on him. A lot of Republicans didn't take him seriously, didn't think he'd become the nominee. And then it was too late. Uh, people really haven't looked into his long history of corruption. And now it is probably too late. Well, yeah, because here we are. But you're right, though. Well, the fact he used to pal around with the Glintons all the time, too. And then just suddenly one day becomes a church-going Republican. No, no, he, no, yeah, he's an absolute fraud. And he's probably gotten a lot of Russian money. I mean, and he, I mean he's been a criminal his whole life. Yeah. But the bottom line is he's... He's the guy who said, I'm going to build the wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. And that right there won in the election. And that's all BS, but that won in the election. Mostly because a wall wouldn't work. I agree, Joe Walsh. It is BS that a wall would work. Well, <laughs> no, no, part, putting, well that's the sound clip. Part, Joe Walsh hates the wall. Part of a solution. Now I sound like a politician. <laughs> it's part of a comprehensive so solution, yeah, right. the wall. But Mexico's not paying for it. The, well, the, the former prime, uh, president of Mexico explicitly said that, yeah. and, I, and I use the word explicit because that's yeah. he used profanity. We're not. There's no fucking way I'm paying for that. He said. Yeah. And there's no doubt. Like, how are you going to do that? Are you going to collect it in trade? That was what he. That's, that's what he planned on doing with China. Look, look what look what happened with that. What a joke that is. What a joke that is. Um, Iowa farmers are paying for his China fiasco. But your point is the big one. So uh, when I was campaigning in Iowa against Trump before the caucus, he had one of his big stupid rallies in Des Moines. So I went and talked to people in line to go into the rally before they went in. And it was like the most frustrating 45 minutes I've ever had. I asked 40 people in line 
40 people, has Donald Trump ever lied to the American people? All 40 said no. Um, three or four people thought that he's never golfed since he became president. Wow. Uh, almost everybody thought Mexico was paying for the wall. It made me sad, guys, because they're being fed this shit by Fox News and the world I came from, conservative radio. They're being fed a bunch of lies. Well, and and here's the thing. So my my big thing is he won the election essentially in the Rust Belt because he, he had to. He had to carry those states. And the biggest thing that he did, he showed up, he talked to people, he offered yeah. them hope, said, we're going to bring the jobs back from China. We're, I'm bringing coal back, baby. We're, we're bringing yeah. coal back to West Virginia. Windmills and he, cause and cancer. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that was later, but yeah. Uh, but so he, he gave him hope. Yeah, he spoke to the average blue-collar American in a way that they could understand and relate to. And, I mean, just showing up, Hillary didn't do that. Hillary so she shot it. herself in the foot doing that. Yeah. And, yeah, and then so the problem is that, now with uh, by the way, Bernie would have beaten him in sixteen. I, I agree. Because Bernie yeah. would have showed up. Yeah, and Bernie would have talked to those folks and given them hope too. Yeah, well, well, he did too. And the funny thing with Hillary blamed him for the loss, even though he went and campaigned, like did thirty nine rallies for, her. and he still tried to get the Democrat in the office. But you know, by then it was too. Bill late. Bill Clinton's no dummy. Bill Clinton knew that Hillary needed to get into those states and into those areas. Well, he won yeah. twice. Uh, yeah. yeah, you don't win, you win the yeah. presidency twice on accident. Yeah. But, um, but no, he offered them. He said, these, these people's lives are, are being torn asunder. And Trump gave them hope. I'll bring your jobs back. I'll, I'll build a wall on the border so these bad people won't come in. I'll do something about the drug crisis. All of it was BS. I'll bring coal back, he said. What is that? But they bought it. Well, yeah, there's that, and then the fact that, like you were saying, that the average American doesn't keep up with politics except once every four years or when they turn on their choice of biased media every and night, and then that's yeah. where their information comes from. Yeah. So if you watch Fox News, yeah, you're not going to hear about all the golfing trips. You're not going to hear about all the deals with Saudi Arabia. You're not going to hear about you know, everything else that's going on with them, and that's the other problem, too, is he knows that Unfortunately, the average American just doesn't pay attention to what's going on outside of that every and, four and, years. And he knows he's got 35 percent of the 40 percent of the American people in the palm of his hand. The people who watch Fox News, who still don't believe Russia screwed with our 2016 election. Isn't so, that when you turned on Trump? Yeah, yeah I, I turned on. Well, it's funny, guys. Look, I, I get a bad rap. I get a bad rap. Like I wasn't a big Trump supporter in 16. I voted for him. But I don't he, know about that, Joe, but what, And then you can jump on me. Yeah. But he blocked me on Twitter during the 16 election because I criticized him. After he won, I, uh, I I did the whole good Trump, bad Trump thing. When he did something good, I'd praise him. When he did something bad, I'd hit him. But he never acknowledged Russia screwed with our election from day one. That really pissed me off. And then he, t I mean, the guy can't tell the truth. And then finally, when he stood next to Putin. Right. He just they, submitted. That, that was it. Like a lawn chair. Yeah. That was it. To yeah. me, I, I remember going on the radio that fucking night and I said, I'm done with him. I'll never support him again. But no matter what your policies are, that that's what it's about. Should it's, be. It's, it's saying, okay, uh, we're putting a pin in this. Like if, if Bernie came out and it turned out he was doing the same thing, I feel like his supporters would turn on him. And that's when you sent me a nice tweet, Twitter DM, I think, when I finally was, put was after country that? first yeah. after that. That's, yeah, well, I mean, like, that's... But you're right, it's country it's first, period. It's, exactly, and me, as a foreigner, I had to work so hard to get here, and yeah. I, I'm still going through it. I have a daughter here now. 
I've got my whole life here. Yep. Cool. Gro- grown up now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's. I love this country as much as I criticize certain parts of it. That's right. my right. I've earned that right. Hell yeah. As a fucking taxpayer. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And so on the on the subject of immigration, yeah. I I listened to your podcast a couple of times back in the day. You use a lot of rock music in it. Love right? the music. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, including, if I'm not mistaken, Slipknot. Probably. I don't even know who they are. But my producer always picked <laughs> this know? music. Oh, okay. I had no clue. But I said I want stuff I don't recognize and I don't want elevator music. So we had pretty cool bumper music. All right, yeah. Um, but one thing you said on it, huh. if I'm not mistaken, no, I'm not quoting directly. Probably this close. is a paraphrase based on my own memory of two years ago. But you had said that uh, illegal immigration is one of the biggest threats to this country. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I, here's, yeah and here's where I differ with Trump. And I think this issue got him elected. I, th- I I want my country, America, to welcome anybody as long as you come here legally, man. I don't want to put limits on legal immigration. we got to make it easier, too, by the way. That's what, that's that's why there are illegal immigrants. It's well, because it's so true. hard to get here. True, no, true, but that's no excuse. But I hear you. And, and, and by the way, you're right and you're smart. You know this topic. When we talk about illegal immigrants... Two-thirds of the people are people who've just overstayed their visas. Right. You know, again, the average person watching Fox News thinks every illegal is somebody crawling over the border. BS. Right, because they're saying they're the rapists and the murderers. But I think where you and I politically were different, we could agree, is fix the damn legal immigration system. And that would go a long way toward eliminating illegal immigration. I agree with that. Now— how do you feel about, in general, huh. how do you feel about Ronald Reagan and his immigration policies? Well, he, he caved a little bit. Well, I mean, he I mean, had the immigration reform in 1986. He yeah. said they they were trying to figure out what to do. They had 4 million illegal immigrants at the time. And, and he they put said, amnesty out there as well. Right. Offered and amnesty. Would you say that worked out or didn't work well, out? I, no, I think then it, it, it contributed to the mess we're in because it continued to grow the illegal immigration population. It didn't stop it. It only grew it. So basically, I would just say gave... the opposite is true because it made them legal and then they were paying taxes. Well, made them legal, but, the but would you say that it encouraged other it people? It enticed and encouraged. And when you look at the numbers of people in this country illegally, after Reagan's reform in 86, it went like this for 20-some years. Um, right. But I, I'll give you the one point that you had. It should be made easier for people. How way do you easier. feel... Uh, so right now, if you want to move to the United States, I got here as a person of extraordinary ability. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy uh, it. I'll buy it. Well, the government did. Yeah. And so how do you feel about people willing to come here from whatever country, Doesn't can't matter. even speak the language, Doesn't matter. but they're willing to work, yeah. minimum wage, pay yes. their taxes, obey the law. Should they be allowed to come in? I, again, I think- Now, that's not based on, just to go back a, a uh-huh. little tiny bit, so the- to get into the country on these various visas, you have to have uh, a specific profession yeah. and experience and a person willing to hire you and a shortage here. And it's all on the government website. If you're a plumber, electrician, these kind of things, then you then you can come in. How do you feel about people coming in and working at McDonald's? I am fine with it. I'm fine with Interesting. anybody, okay. Dave, com- coming in on a work visa to do any level of work. That's not where my party is. My party generally wants people who can contribute more than coming in to just work at a McDonald's. Right. And and in theory, there's nothing wrong with that. Those people no. should get 
a special or, or at least expedited uh Yes, visas and everything, and and a clearer path to a green card. I'm I'm all for that. Absolutely. But if you're from Mexico or, or and you don't have the education, or, or and I say Mexico, any country, and you can become from Canada and have no ed- education. Yeah. Because um, did you know that with the rest of the Commonwealth countries? So in Canada, the UK, Australia, even South Africa. You in guys on this. actually are even tougher, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's not way easy tougher. To, well, if you're from America. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. If you're if you're coming from one of the Commonwealth countries, yeah. we sort of have a deal with each other, where it's like if you want to come in on a two year work visa, and work at McDonald's, yeah, you can, and then after that, you can apply for a more permanent stay, and it's 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 just way easier. You don't need that special weird skill. You don't need, uh, and it's not special and weird, but you, you you don't need to be an electrician. You don't need to be a plumber. You can come in with no skills. Nobody really does. Look, my 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 the Republican Party is is wrong on this issue, and we're getting screwed for it. Democrats, to simplify, Democrats generally want to open up the borders and let anybody in. Disagree. I, no, no, no. I'm, ju- I'm, 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 I'm simplifying to be stupid, to make a broader point. Republicans generally don't want anybody in unless you have a PhD and you're worth $5 million. Republicans generally want to restrict legal immigration because they fear that letting all these people in who will work at McDonald's were just bringing in Democrat voters. Um, instead of Republicans should think these are opportunities, I've got to I've got to present our philosophy to them because the Republican Party is an old white man party. And unless we get immigrants, the party's going to fade away. Mm-hmm. So I do think we need I. So I'm contrarian in my party. We need to make legal immigration easier. And that's great. Now, don't you think that's more effective than the wall? I think a wall is part of a solution. Do I want a wall from border to border? No. But I think in certain strategic locations, look, I don't want anybody crawling across our southern border and just entering my country illegally. You don't want that either, do you? No, and I want them vetted. Like, and No, no, no. But we'll, and we'll vet them. But you don't think people should just have a right to crawl across the border and enter America and we don't do anything to you? Of course not. Okay. Of course not. And, but. and to stop that, it's not really a wall. A wall may be in some locations, but you got you got to defend a border. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't. I, I feel like border security is 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 its own issue. Yeah. It's separate from illegal immigration. I know that sounds weird, but if you really want to combat illegal immigration, you have to. They're going to be coming anyway. You may as well vet them. And that was that. That's a big thing with the yeah. like. Like you, you even said it yourself that most of them are visa overstays. Yeah. And the argument that your party makes on that is well, at least they're vetted at the border. Number one, and number two, they usually go home. At some point, they, they leave. They usually go home. Um, they run out of money. Who who knows? Uh, but I got to tell you. So how do you feel about? But you make a good point, by the way. Part of border security is helping our neighbors to the south improve the quality of life in their countries as well so that they don't always feel a need to come up here where the getting's better no that's that's like that that wasn't really my point that was that's i gotta say that's a republican point is they're trying to deter immigration that way but but if if they follow through with it that's a that that is a great typically don't but that seems to be the more common sense solution like if somebody has this is going to sound horrible but somebody has cancer you don't just give them 
Zofran to deal with the nausea or yeah, you know. Well, and that's sleep. why Trump's so stupid. He's trying to cut off aid to Central American countries because right. he's pissed off at them. Right. We should be helping those countries. R- right, exactly. You you attack the cancer cells, not the symptoms of yeah. the cancer. Yeah, but um, yes. Yeah, so make make, but border security is also fix our legal immigration problem situation. And like you said, make it easier for people to come. I think anyone totally should be able to uh, to to be should be able to come here. And a big problem that I have is when As people look at what's going on in Mexico. Like, do you remember uh, yeah. a few months ago there was some kind of terrorist attack where some where there was an American killed or a couple yeah. of Americans yeah, yeah, killed? Yeah. It was awful. And people were saying, "This is what I'm talking about. This is why we need the wall." And yeah, it's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that's what people are fleeing from. They're trying to get away from that. And that's what Trump appealed to, to was that. Was, was now, for those people. I, I do think if you want to come to America and be an American citizen, you've got to assimilate to our principles, i.e. you have to accept the Constitution. What does that mean? I mean, you take an oath, you're going to blow. That just means you, you're willing to be free and you're willing to be tolerant of others. I don't want anybody to come to America who's not going to be tolerant of other people's freedoms. You'd accept that. Well, I... I mean, that's tricky, I know but, where you're going with this. And, no, and that is that is a very... that That's an excellent point because there are certain religions that oppress people in their own household. Totally. And so if, if they're doing that in America, do we put up with it or do we let them... Or do we say, no, we don't do that in America. We don't... Uh, it's not okay. There are certain cultures... Even, even even branches of Christianity. I was yeah. a Jehovah's Witness when I was a kid. Single mother, so it, this, yeah. this part didn't apply to me. But they have this weird thing where the man is the head of the household, and he can use corporal punishment on the children and the wife. And that's against the law, straight up. And they have their own weird rules where you have to go to the to an elder in the church, and then they do 13 jumping jacks and later the whole ceremony yeah, that's all, you're right that's always a struggle before going to the police yeah and i'm using jehovah's witnesses because everybody knows what that is instead of picking yeah. on you know any other religion right I'm trying to be sensitive here uh no, we don't want to be sensitive it's really any religion i mean it can be muslim christian or jew if you come from somewhere around the world and you say i'm a muslim or i'm a christian and that's the only religion and i don't accept anybody believing in another religion, well, then I don't want you in America. But isn't that free speech? It depends well, what they do with it. Right, but If they feel that way and if they express if they express it, I don't have a problem with that because that's free speech. But it's, 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 you're, that's, actually, that's a really good point. It is free speech, but you have to embrace our whole constitution. I, like, I don't want an American, I don't want anybody to become an American if they're not willing to accept our whole constitution, which is free speech, freedom of religion. I can worship whatever God I want to worship. So, and freedom from religion. I uh, absolutely, freedom from which is why we're wonderful. Uh, we separate religion from government. So you have to accept the sort whole of, package. Sort of, but yeah. We're supposed to. But that, that, that's, that's a really interesting point. It depends. If anybody, I don't care if they, if they come in and, they, and they're trying to push their religion into policy, obviously I don't, I don't agree with that. that, but that's already happening. That, that, yeah, and it's I don't happening mind. right now with, 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 with Christianity. That's, that's, they're, they're saying we want, uh, for example, prayer in schools. That's a weird topic because, on one hand, they should have the freedom 
to do that. That's you, first you, and foremost. If you want prayer in school, you can do that in private schools, religious schools. Well, not of course, schools. yeah. Yeah. So you agree that in public schools, they should just kind of. No, I, I don't want the government sanctioning any religion. Interesting. Okay. Totally. I didn't think you I'm that more. Answer. I'm more libertarian than you think. That's what it is. You're libertarian. I think. I don't think you're a Republican anymore. Oh, I, I, I rarely call myself a Republican. I don't even like the word conservative. Cons- conservative. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like conservative. Sounds like a mean old intolerant white guy. I well, mean, because that's well, from I, a marketing standpoint, that's what you guys have done to yourselves, and that's what. And then Trump's the poster child for that. Right, he's like the the. Um, no, I'm generally of the school. There'll be some exceptions that you'll nail me on. Let me live my life. You live yours. Stay the hell out of my business. Yeah, you're you're a libertarian. That's generally, with some exceptions, that's where I am. Okay. Yeah. And and how do you feel about this? See, I think you and I agree on more than you think. Of course we do, and that's why that was the first thing you said to me. What, when we were when we were like when I was like I'm I'm except you don't want to legalize marijuana I totally want yeah to I don't want to legalize marijuana, marijuana. that's a gateway <laughs> drug <laughs> you know it was crashing cars on it and eating faces isn't bath salts that's what they call marijuana now right bath salts <laughs> but I, I'll tell you what I am not a I'm not a Republican today this is Trump's party this is not my Republican party not I get even you close but you've got a lot of batshit policies I gotta say. And me or the party, you, yeah. sir, Joe Walsh. Uh, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. So as much as I would not like this, it terrifies me to say this. No. You will probably there's a very good chance that you'll be president one day. I'll never get elected. You, to you're, you're saying that now. But let's face it. You're appealing to a, like, a wider base right now. Who are the ones that are connecting with you right now? Are they Democrats or are they Republicans? You, uh, Democrats, Libertarians, and Independents. Okay, and that's what wins elections. But I don't have a party. Uh, the Democrat Party would never embrace me. Of course me. not. Of course not. But uh, but like I don't you have said, a party then. Both parties are falling apart, and we we discussed that. We are, oh, see, here at the Valley Boys. We fix all the world's problems. Yeah, These valley just... boys are going to rule the world one day. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they listen to us with the, yeah, my cowboy hat and my sleeveless America t-shirt. <laughs> but one thing that is going around is how both we were, we brushed on it earlier, so huh. to, to get back into it, yeah. both sides are splitting. So you're, on, the, on the right, you have your traditional conservatives, yeah. uh, and then you have your nationalists, which yeah. is where Trump falls under. On, yeah. the, on the left, you've got your traditional Democrats, same old bullshit, but you've also got your socialist and and that's such a dirty word progressives right progressive that's what that's what brandon calls them but that's whether you like it or not people on the street that's what they call them oh that's socialism we don't do socialism here because people are they have such a dirty connotation to it and that's what we discussed in the last episode was how everyone immediately goes oh well venezuela but here's the thing about that country Number one, it's a very corrupt government. It doesn't matter what they operate under. Always has been. It's going to fall apart. Always has been. Like, and everyone says, well, Hitler was a socialist. You're dumb if you believe that. He campaigned as a socialist, but it's an indisputable historical fact that he was a fascist. And he modeled his campaign after Mussolini. But you can also be a socialist and a fascist. You can be. You could also be. Those uh, two can meet. Like fascists can meet on either end. So, but your 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 bigger point is well taken. And people, I think you're going to fit somewhere on the spectrum. People don't understand these terms. Look, you got – like if Bernie were here right now, generally Bernie and I, uh, we why, why do we disagree? Because Bernie generally wants government doing more to solve our problems. I generally want government doing less. So put a label on that. I'm not going to call Bernie a socialist. He just believes in a bigger, more activist government. That's okay. More and, like a Sweden or some of the... Well, here's... 
where it differs, and as a Canadian, I could tell you that anybody's Medicare for all is such a great sentiment. It's not going to work until you regulate that industry. Which the, industry? The, 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 the entire medical industry, healthcare. the pharmaceutical, everything from top to bottom, because that's how it's designed. It's designed to squeeze the, every nickel and, and penny out of the sick and the injured and the dying. And until you regulate that, you're not going to be able to afford to pay for Medicare for all, no matter what slashing and, or, or tax increases you do. In Canada, in Norway, in Finland, in Sweden, they regulate that the same way that schools are regulated here. You, 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 you tell somebody when they say, well, uh, that's socialism. I don't believe in socialism. It's like, how do you feel about paved roads, the fire department, and public schools? Well, And they'll say, well, that's, that's, uh, those are basic human needs. It's like, and healthcare isn't? But the healthcare here in this country is part of the free market. Well, we're, we're all basic. In, in the civilized world, almost everybody is a mixed economy. We're all kind of combos of capitalism and socialism. And again, most Americans don't realize this. That's what I'm saying. There's no pure capitalist society. We're a mix. The European countries are a mix. America is very late late capitalism the capitalism that people fall that are obsessed with has been dead for the last 40 years well and again and see this is why i don't think i fit anywhere because i i think the trend line is going against me like i we are becoming more i'm not going to use the term socialist but we're becoming a bigger government country uh and, and i'm on the losing end of that because that's not what i would necessarily advocate you would think that that might be the way it's going but there's still enough people out there and let's get real nah. republicans call themselves the silent ma silent majority they're not Th that's ridiculous republicans go out and vote it's democrats that are like i'm gonna sit on the couch and not vote let's face it and that's proven look at australia mandatory voting and you know how it rotates it rotates between the labor party that's what they call socialism they they cleverly called it the Labor Party, and, and Democrats. It goes between those two. Only once since World War II has Australia had a conservative government. But we'll never have mandatory voting here. Because it's a violation of freedom. I, and I totally yeah. get that. But what I'm, that, right? what I'm saying is when, when people are forced to vote, they typically go to... The, and those are the casual voters. The, yeah. I, I would kind of disagree with that partially, though, because the biggest block, as we were talking about last week with Jimmy Dore, is the independents. Those are the people that don't get the spotlight because they don't fall on one side of the spectrum or the other. I don't think there really are tons of independents. It, it's at I least like forty, like forty-two yeah, percent of the I population. Think that, that's a lazy signifier. Not you're being lazy, but yeah. I think people call themselves independent because they're kind of lazy politically. I think most people lean one way or the other. I I, I gotta. I hate to say it, but I agree with Joe Walsh. Yeah, <laughs> like well, everybody. It's an easy thing. To, I'm an independent. Well, well, right, but like everybody has their opinion. But the, right. the problem is like. If if you're doing voting or doing polling and you're trying to figure out like where the Republicans or where the Democrats lie on certain issues or the, the voting block as a whole, yeah. that's the biggest block that gets left out and gets underreported. And uh, the 2016 election was probably the biggest uh, indicator that uh, the polling methods are, are way out of whack well, but and, and that people have been driven out of both parties they yeah, don't but, want to be yeah, associated but just always be careful of this no tequila only tequila <laughs> for the record these guys down. are finally <laughs> trying to shovel rolling rock down me i'm a tequila guy period look the the, the polling in 16 is mexican but yeah okay <laughs> the polling in 16 hey i'm open to i don't care and by the way that's that issue got trump elected you're right. It, it, I don't the issue of immigration, that. and Trump has turned it into a dark, deep, ugly 
issue like I only want when he told those four brown skinned congresswomen to go back to where they came from. Trump's turned that issue into an ugly, ugly issue. Um, the polling generally in 16 was spot on. It showed Hillary winning by two or three points. She did. The polling in some of the key states was off. But that's that's what I'm saying. Wisconsin that's, and Michigan. And, but yeah. that's where you're going to have more of your independence and all that. So like, but a lot of people stayed home. Well, the, there was that too. Democrats stayed. That's home. what I think. I think they it's didn't the think this fucking home. guy was going to win. I'm telling you. And there were there were um, news sources that were when I, I was I wasn't able to watch it on TV. Yeah. I had it on my phone, Googled. Yeah. I just kept refreshing it, and they would have various news sources reporting it and fucking BuzzFeed calling them out. Those motherfuckers ran a, an article on me. Call me fake news and all this shit. I write satire. It's it's a, it's not fake news. It's it's satire. it's satire. Mind you, this was at a time when right before the whole fake news thing. So, but whatever. Yeah. Um. But they were reporting projected votes. So they were like, Hillary I won this that. state. Hillary right, won right, that right, state. Right. And people are gonna see that and be like, oh, okay, I'm not voting. Like, no, she didn't win those states that they said that they won. And. I mean, not to sound like Jimmy Dore. J- he came on our show, and we're just all fired up from that, you know? Yeah. But, you- okay, well, like, take Wisconsin, for example. So that's yeah. one specific example yeah. that he mentioned. Trump won Wisconsin by, what, 17,000 votes, thereabouts? Yeah. Uh, 8,000 less black voters in Milwaukee showed up to the polls. Oh, huge numbers. A lot of them stayed home. Some of that was Hillary's fault. Hillary didn't inspire people. She but, didn't but, go then, there. but then there's also there. people who said that, uh, especially black people, they're like, I didn't feel the hope and change. It was promised by Obama. Yeah, there that was, was the other part of there it. There was as well. a lot of that, but then a lot of Democrats stayed home because they just didn't think Trump was going to win. What does it matter? All right, but so let's go to the the Iowa caucuses. Though uh, everyone was expecting huge numbers for the for the caucuses here for the Democrats to show up, and when. Uh, the it, it wasn't yeah it was like on, it, the on young, pace with like 2016 numbers but the young vote was up but by the way new hampshire the primary was 2008 levels for democrats so the democrat vote in new hampshire was way way up well in right, iowa it was down right so but with new hampshire you had bernie sanders who's still going to be a favorite in that part of the country like he he killed in uh, uh 2016 as well Except he didn't win by a huge number i was surprised I, well me too i thought he was going to win but by yeah, like, but that's like the thing. Like barely again, beat Buttigieg. Right. Well, again, polling. And Buttigieg won in, in Iowa, too. That's by 0.1%. Yeah, they basically tied. Right, but yeah, the, there were, uh, the, the polling that I saw in Bernie in New Hampshire was that he was going to take it by maybe close to even 10% of the vote, and it only ended up being about four, three and a half. Look, I, I'm, I'm contrarian on this. I, I, I know the Democrats got to get their shit together, but I, 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 think, I think this guy is a historically unpopular president. With an economy like this, typically in America, it's not even a contest. If yeah. the Democrats can get their shit together, they any of these guys should beat them. But they can't, and that's the problem. Oh, they will. Well, who do well you... he's got a short amount of time. To... Sorry. Huh. No, no, no. I was, just, I was yeah. like, I was listening to you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, stop talking. Yeah. I was like, oh, so, keep talking. Right. A, mo- so... a week is an eternity in politics, baby. I'll, I mean, I'll... we got time. Sure, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Joe fucking nobody as far as uh, you know politics goes. But so when he got into office, in why January, is it always Joe a fucking name. nobody? <laughs> Sorry, we got, we got, why is it always Joe fucking nobody? He's Go not ahead. Joe. You know I what though? On that subject, <laughs> on the subject of Iowa, can't what? stop the you <laughs> were on the ballot in a non-election. Like, let's get real. You you had a presidential campaign, and it was. Uh, I feel like it was more symbolic than anything. Maybe not. Maybe you. 
felt you had a chance to beat him, but you took 1% away from him. 1.3. 1. 1. 1. 1. How 1. dare 3. you? <laughs> Dude, that's um, a huge deal. Uh, and for, for, a, for a sitting president in a state like Iowa, where Dump Truck here is from. That's right. You had, that's a big <laughs> chunk. So for you to tell me, oh, I don't think I'm going to be president one day, let's face it. You're probably going to be president one day, and you could be all coy. And, and Would you come to the White House if I were president one day? Well, it, are you going to have me at the uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So I can roast you a little bit? You can roast. Helena, you, you okay with that? He's we, hosting. We he's have hosting. Uh, Helena here, he's too. He's hosting. <laughs> um, Joe's wife, uh, she's awesome. She's great. She had some, uh, she had some of the vodka. She you had some vodka tonic. There's no tequila in the house. For the record, what a, what a there's princess, no tequila dude. in the house. In the um, shit shack. It's not the house. You are actually <laughs> right, though, in that. This two-party party paradigm's going the way of the dinosaurs, and I think more independent voices are going to be out there. That's what, and that's what Dump Truck here was just saying. Well, and th and that's what I meant when, when I referred to independent voters. Like, there's people who don't uh, identify with one party or the other because there's right. generally like a list of things that you have to check off to identify with that. And most people nowadays, they'll, you know, they're, they're for this issue, well, and, not this one. And, and but when you when you nail them on issues. They do tend to gravitate toward a party, but the Democrats right now are perceived as too crazy left, and the Republicans are perceived as too crazy nationalist and populist. Yeah. So there's an opening there for somebody who can be decent and, and, and just tell the fucking truth. Well, and but you still have to have your core issues, and the very first thing that we disagreed about was what the was guns. That? Oh yeah, well, you and so I. So as never... a Canadian, we have guns. Like we have all kinds of guns. What we don't have is uh, crazy people getting guns. People with criminal records getting guns. And no offense to crazy people, mental. I'm not sure could it. Crazy people can't get guns there. And uh, we also don't have guns capable of mowing down 26 people at once, 31 people at once, 58 people. What? Yeah, this and here, was, this and here's was the that's, first issue that you and I right. added. Right, and it was about it was about kids. It was they're marching for their lives after a school shooting. Amen. And you and you, you know, you've you've got your views, which I, I do respect because you are you had said before the day before the election, not to talk shit, but also fuck you. You had which said, election? Oh, the, the the big dirty one where Trump won. Oh, 16. You had said if, if oh, Trump's gonna... not elected. Oh, yeah, come on. We got to do it, man. But here's where I here's, here's where the I, musket tweet. Here's. But you know what, though? I, I, I give you credit because you said musket. <laughs> yeah. No one has a problem with you having muskets. Brandon, muskets. They're, they're kind of cool. awesome. They're, so they're, they're I got awesome. no problem with muskets. So for everybody listening to us right now, this is 10 days before the election. That's when the tweet came out. I tweeted word for word. Something like, if Trump doesn't win, I'm grabbing my musket and I'm charging the White House. Something like that, right? It wasn't even that crazy. It was just... I'm grabbing my musket. I'm grabbing my musket. Who's with me? And I understand you're riling up your base. And well, right, right. But here, this is really... I got to get this in, then you can jump on my ass. Um, again, a musket, who's serious? I was kind of having fun. But nobody remembers the second musket tweet. That was 10 days before the election. That got everybody on MSNBC and CNN <laughs> taking my head off. Yeah. The day of the election, I sent out the second musket tweet. I said, no matter who wins tonight, I'm grabbing my musket and I'm fighting for freedom and limited government. So musket to me was just, I'm going to fight for the things I believed in. It was never, I'm going to lead a 
an army of musket holders. Of course, and I wasn't even trying to imply that. But yeah, it, it, it's just what I wanted to point out was the word musket. No one has a problem with your musket. No one wants to take your musket away. And you as a gun owner, yeah. Um, maybe you could appreciate this. How do you feel about mentally ill people owning guns? No. How do you feel about criminals? So guess what, Joe? You are in favor of gun control. It's just a matter of where you draw the line. And absolutely. that was what we no, discussed absolutely. before privately. It, it, absolutely. And I actually think you and I can make some history because we can make some common ground here. I'm a huge gun guy. To me, the Second Amendment is the most important amendment we got. It's the most important right because I believe our founders gave us that to protect us from our government. It protects our freedom of speech, freedom of religion, everything else. So I am a. there's no bigger gun guy on the planet than me, but I agree with you. We should do whatever we can to make sure that people who shouldn't have guns don't have guns. And also limit firepower. I'm glad we agree. No, on that one, I'll, I'll fight you. No, no, you. no. Jo- Joe Walsh. On that Walsh. one, I'll fight you. <laughs> but, but, we'll, but. We'll edit it. But. So it sounds like you agree but, with me. <laughs> but I'm with you. So, so like, if I go to a gun store down the street, I got to undergo a federal background check to buy that gun. Right. It makes sense to me if I buy a gun online or I buy a gun at a gun show, I should have to undergo the same Background check. Now, do I think that's going to make a big, huge difference in gun violence in this country? No, but it makes sense to it's me. It's a step in the right direction is what it is. And eventually, it's it's not nothing. And that's what I feel keeps happening. Whenever there's a huge tragedy, people on both sides get all fired up. And yeah. the people in against guns say, no more guns. And the we people go to our on corners. the other side we go to our corners. say more guns. We go to well, our corners. Well, well, and the problem that I have with the left when, when it comes to it's like gun control, gun control, they act like there aren't already laws on the books. Tons. To, right. So there are background checks. I agree. There are, there are laws in place to and prevent just, felons and, and, from and owning guns, for domestic the record, abusers. For the record, gun violence in this country dramatically it's been doing this for the last 30 or 40 years what you're talking about is we've seen a weird spike in these mass shootings but overall gun violence in this country has gone down the last 30 or 40 years by the way why while at the same time gun ownership in this country has continued to go up there is something going on with these mass shootings that we got to talk about and that's that's the other thing i will fully acknowledge what? is that mass shootings aren't they, it, it ain't they, a gun they are thing. rare, and it's right. It's a mental something. But that goes down, I think, if you want to call it, uh, it's it's a healthcare issue, it's a mental health issue, fine, let's do something about do that Do something then. about it. But the point is, nothing is being done in either direction. And yeah, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with with the fact that it's not necessarily related to gun ownership. No. It is, the thing is, we, you hear about these black market guns, how you can buy a gun on the street, and this is just anecdotal. Yeah. This is just me. But I was in Austin, Texas, you know, sold out a little thing there and performing, no big deal. Good time. And I went to a pawn shop. I, I yeah. like to buy guitar pedals and shit, and I'm in there, and I'm looking at this gun. It's a handgun. Like, it, it just, it was weird and old-timey, and I'm looking at it, and he's like, oh, you looking at that Glock there? And I was like, no, I was just, you know. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a, you know, does this. I'm like, I don't I don't really care. And then he was telling, he kept telling me about it. I was like, look, man, I'm Canadian. I can't even buy a gun. And he's like, tell you what. <laughs> Come back here with a with eight hundred dollars, yeah, and meet me in the parking lot, and it's yeah. yours. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" And that was in a pawn shop. That was where, like, and I realized that's very rare. Most people don't do it that way, especially in Austin. 
but that it's very easy to get a gun in this no, country. No, that, that's why that again, everybody who says ban like get rid of ban AR fifteens. Hell no, yeah. no more AR-15s. You heard and, it from Joe Walsh, folks. Oh, that's right. They're going to edit that, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Don't understand. That's not going to do anything. Like starting tomorrow, you can't make any more, sell any more AR-15s. It doesn't matter. There are already so 15 million AR-15s out there. If somebody wants to get their hands on an AR-15 to do something bad, Anybody can do that in this country. Well, we'll see, and that's the other problem. So, like, you look at Dave's example where the guy was, like, skirting the law in order to sell him a gun. It goes on everywhere. But that's the thing. There's laws on the books to prevent that gun from being well, sold to cool. him, and, and, and criminals, the guy's breaking the law By definition, sell criminals will break the Shocker. Laws. It all comes down to Jim Jeffries. You know, do, <laughs> do, you know, do you know the famous Jim Jeffries gun bit? I don't know the famous Jim Jeffries gun bit. Oh, my God. you gotta you got to watch it. It's, at the very least, it's funny. He I talks about it, it was what catapulted him from like big time comedian to world class comedian. Oh, I know, I've never seen it. Uh, but it's it, it's That's phenomenal, right. and I don't want to butcher it, but I will say that he he pointed out how in Australia you can get an AR-15 on the black market, but it costs fifteen thousand dollars. And he's like, that ain't if you're the market. type of person yeah. that's got fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you're a good little saver. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> yeah. it was thirty thousand, whatever it is. Eventually, it will. Eventually, they will fade out. You have to draw the line at some point. And I don't think Joe Blow should have a gun capable of mowing Can't down. A different name, Dave? Uh, that beautiful woman That right kind of there. firepower. Okay, when I'm gone uh, and she's at home protecting herself and the dogs, I want her to have whatever capacity she needs to have to save herself and my dogs because our kids are old now, outside the home, in that house. And an AR-15, my friend, is a really good home defense gun. I personally don't feel that we need the high power, and I get it. I get it. There's all sides to it. But our focus, and I disagree with you on that, but our focus should be, this is the common ground, do what we can to keep any gun out of the hands of anybody who right, should have a gun. Right, and that includes domestic yes. abusers because yeah, there are the mass shootings, what we were getting into, the mass shootings are so fucking rare compared to the rest of gun violence. It's just that's what's being reported. That's just what's in the news. And it's like, what, 25, which is a lot of people at once, but in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things there's 40,000 yeah. people, thirty to 40,000 people every year dying from gun violence, and a lot of it's gang-related, and I'm not going to dismiss that. Most a lot of, of that shit, it doesn't matter what the fuck weapon you put in their hands. I get that. I totally get that. But I still feel that guns are too accessible in this country. Because in my country, it's pretty hard. And there's significantly fewer gun deaths. But Canadians we also are have... Canadians wussies. <laughs> <laughs> just, bottom line is Canadians. We also, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we also have access to health care and i think that's what we need if you're gonna call it a mental health issue then fucking advocate for mental health don't just dismiss it as one thing and take a shit on it in the in your next sentence you know what i mean and i'm not saying that's what you're yeah, doing yeah yeah yeah. but no i agree i agree to go back to your to the to the to the grab the musket point i fully support <laughs> muskets in the home <laughs> if you've got a musket get 10 of them see there he is yeah. Now he's a big gun guy. No, he supports, no, no, no. He you're doing what I do to you. Yeah, yeah. Only I do that. Only oh. I do that. I do that to him all yeah, the time yeah, too. Dave got Dave. So, <laughs> Joe, you're playing it cool. You're playing it coy. Let's get real. You're gonna be president one day, and it's gonna suck for me. But <laughs> who would you pick if you had won? 
If you had won this time, who would you have picked as your running mate? I don't know, but I was on record that I was going to pick a Democrat running mate because I wanted, I think whoever replaces Trump has got to begin to try to unite us a little bit. And I thought it would have been really cool to have a Democrat VP. Yeah, that's interesting. Neither side probably would have let, Republicans wouldn't have been happy with me. Tulsi Gabbard. You Tol- the Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, Tulsi's weird. I, I I can't figure her out. We're we're, we're uh, I I admitted last time it what? was a it was a confessional. What? Where I said Tulsi got a bad rep. Not. She got a bad rep. She did. She's not. She's not like a Russian asset. No, I don't believe like, that. Like Hillary. Like, but who, why would she say that? Why would she say that about an active? I'm quoting Jimmy Dore. Why would she say that about an active member of the military who's in the shit right now? She's serving the government. Why would she say that she's a Russian asset? She's not. The worst thing that she did was she wanted Obama to follow through on his foreign policy that he promised. Pull the troops out. And then when that didn't happen, she's like, what the hell? And that's what Trump said. And everybody's like, well, you're a Republican. But I got to ask you, I don't know how how much you know, Tulsi. I don't. I don't. Okay. so I I, honestly don't. Then. I, I just, I can't figure out. Everybody runs for president for a reason. Sure. Like I ran, uh, I knew it was a long shot, but I thought it was important that there's a Republican calling out this son of a bitch every day. I don't know what Tulsi's endgame is. She can't win. The vast majority of the Democrat Party doesn't like her. Everybody's got a reason. I just don't know what her reason so is. So just a quick rundown on her recent history. Oh, so when when the DNC started, uh, when it was coming out that the DNC was in the bag for Hillary before she even got the nomination yeah. and they were starting to screw Bernie, uh, she was actually on the Democratic National Committee. And in 2016, when that was going on, she stepped down out of principle. She says, I cannot in good conscience continue to serve the the DNC in this role because I, I, I see what's happening here. That's where she started to get all the flack from. Some people think she wants a Fox News gig. She's well, on Fox News all the time. But, but that's Ber- what it comes Bernie, down to. Bernie, I, I, Bernie's I, I, been on Fox News, too, multiple nah, times. Not, nobody liked Tulsi. Tulsi's I, like on Hannity once a week. Yeah, but that's the thing. Republicans Anybody like her. who would is sit that down why? at a table with Hannity has well, well, got problems. Well, well, <laughs> gosh, serious. Anybody uh, that would go on. We're getting you on stage tonight. You want to do some comedy? Yeah. <laughs> Well, so so here's the thing though. Huh. This is where this is where she would be a good reach across the aisle because she's willing to go on Fox News. She's willing to talk but I don't to know people what she across is, the like, aisle. You know where I am politically. I don't know what she is politically. Some she, libertarians she, she, like her. Well, she's, she's a, well, she's to the she is to the left. She wants a uh, basically her her health care uh, proposal is like Australia's Tulsi booster. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I, 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 on, on a bash. The only on, thing I admitted was that she was not. What she's portrayed well, guess, as by the media, right? And, and her main issue and by is Democrats. getting us out, getting us out of all the wars that we've been in, out of Syria, out of Libya, getting and, us. And out And by of, the way, and and I'm I'm there on that. It, sure, right. I'm and, with you. And then here's like, my here's my fear about Tulsi. Yeah, like people ask me every day if I'll run as an independent or a libertarian this year. Yeah. Um. Uh. In the general election, and I don't want to do anything that would help Trump. Like I think Tulsi might run as an independent or libertarian, well, and it would help Trump. Well, right, and that was you would take votes away. Yes, from America, and that's well, what you would do well, too. That was that's one of why the, I don't want to do that. Well, well, that was one of Hillary Clinton's accusations against her. Is that like she said the Russians are grooming her to be a third party and, candidate? And, and, you know, and, and, Hillary and, go away. And, I agree. Right, and and Tulsi stated multiple times, "I will not run as a third party." But what candidate. if she did? So you well, it, well, if she you did, she would she, be full of shit. So you don't think she will though? No. Okay. No, she I seemed right. well, and and granted, like she's. 
she's been in Congress, uh, I think, about like uh, seven years now. Yeah. Uh, she got elected around 30. Uh, but she's definitely more moderate and less out there. Like, she's not going with all the theatrics. Oh, she, the, the, she, the, she's got platforms. She's an interesting figure. I think she just... I want to know where she stands. Well, and it it could be just like Trump. Like you said, with Trump, nobody really knows much about his history because there's no political history. Exactly. Her, she's been in Congress, but she's really been behind the scenes. The first time you heard about about her was 2016. Yeah. But so that's why she's hated by the Democrats, because she supported Bernie over the over uh, the The bottom. The bottom line. Look. I want to get to where you and I were, were, were talking about and fighting about issues. None yeah. of this shit's going to happen as long as Trump's president. That's what I'm saying. That's we, what I said to you. Let's we get back gotta, to disagreeing. Exactly. We just, but we got to get rid of Trump. So Joe Walsh or Tulsi Gabbard can't do anything to help this guy get reelected. No, in, right? We, because you're too divisive. You're going to take people away from. I think from on on the wrong side. I think the best way to beat Trump is just mano a mano, right? I mean, you got one option, either the Democrat or Trump. If you put third-party people out there, that might help Trump. Well, for for right now, although I do agree uh, with a multi-party system. Canadian, what's up? I and, do. And I, I agree. I agree. Eventually, but they need to do that right after the election. <laughs> I, I, after the election, they need, I agree. They need to say, okay, from now on, we're going to have a parliament. So do you know, my theory on that is Americans will never adopt that because it's too much like the British. And Americans are so dead set against <laughs> being like the British because they fought for the independence. They they grabbed well, their muskets. Know. Maybe maybe we're moving back toward the Brits because we had a king. We fought against the king. And now we got a guy in the White House who thinks he's a king. Right. So maybe we're moving. So we back are there. regressing. Well, yeah, a good point. Hey, don't let me leave without plugging my book. No, no, we're going to no, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no, we. Yeah, we got like, this all. We don't have to talk non- about the yeah, book. She's I, not. Uh, no, no, we're just g- let me plug it. I gotta, I gotta ask about that actually. So oh. I, I, I got an advanced copy. I, I, I read some of it. Um, you did not. Did you? Really? I did. I read. Yeah, I read uh, quite a bit of it. So you were talking about within the. First of all, you led off with this quote. May I quote your book? Yeah. Just uh, a little spoiler <laughs> <I'm afraid. laughs> here. So you had said, Donald Trump's harshest skeptics on the left would support a lot of arguments I've made so far in these pages, such as the ones calling out the president's abuse of power, yeah. his white identity politics, yeah. his authori- uh, his authoritarian mindset, and yeah. his, uh, ver- his <laughs> pathological lying. Hello. But that does not make these are not left-wing arguments. Fucking brilliant. These are not left-wing arguments no. to say he's he's lying, he's full of shit. And why is it that as soon as you say, "Hey, he's full of shit," you're you're a libtard, you know? Shouldn't be right. None of us should want a president who lies every time he opens his mouth. Yeah, yeah like yeah, that's absolutely. not a party thing. So let me give you credit on that. That is absolutely profoundly before, true. Before he punches me in the balls, he's going to give me credit for that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're punching yeah, in the yeah, balls. Yeah, a dump truck will stop him from punching <laughs> the ball. Yeah, we, we don't let that happen on the podcast. But something that dump truck here has said, so what I wanted to ask you huh. b- b- before this was, uh, and again, I'm saying it for the third time, much to my, you're going to be president one day. I know you're you're acting cool. Look at look at Helena. She's, she's right to be first lady. Mark it. Look at her. She's, She's she's very classy. She's very You're younger down to than earth. I. I'm an old man. This is tiring. Old man? Are you kidding me? Trump I'm is what? 50. Twenty years older than you? 20, yeah, seventy four years old. Well, yeah, he's, but he's 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 on a federal like twenty four yeah. hours You're, a day. So. Who <laughs> knows? You, Joe? Who knows? Fifty seven. Who knows what's going to happen to me? You look good for no fifty seven. I got to say, not bad, huh? Yeah. Um, Give you forty seven easy. <laughs> so what would your, what would your, and this is a very vague question. Pardon me, but what would your presidential policies be? 
my platform, my policies. Uh, and let me tell you why every single one of them will be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with your day one. So, like, day one, you're in the White House. What's the first well, day, thing that day, you want to accomplish? Day one, if I'm there next year, which I won't be now because I'm not running, um, there, there are three issues that really fire me up. Uh, I went to Congress because of the debt. This country's broke and bankrupt. Nobody wants to figure out the best way to pay for all the health care. I want to lead that discussion. I already explained it. I know you did. I don't don't agree with it. But you can be part of the discussion. Social Security and Medicare, we got to talk about these things. The second issue that drives me is immigration. We have got to fix this country's immigration system. I am an immigration hawk. I think I can lead that discussion. Finally, I don't want our I, I want our people home from the Middle East. I'm tired of trying to remake the fucking world. Um uh, I believe in Israel. Israel is our greatest ally and friend, but I don't want American troops in that part of the world anymore. That part of the world needs to remake themselves. Congratulations. Period. That's, that's Tulsi Gabbard's day one well, thing. I, I, I agree <laughs> with that. And by the way, Trump, yeah. who lies about everything he talks about, yeah. he said he wanted to bring our people Absolutely home. Absolutely, he did. We have more people there now than we did when he got elected. I, my, my dad my dad is like a hardcore Trump supporter, but even talking with him, like he was willing to admit. To lie. He, he, he said, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't agree with everything Trump does or says. And he says that's one thing he said he was going to do and did not do. So, no, he's a, he's a crazy, like, not crazy, but like a very it, big it, Trump supporter. It, yeah. He showed up here in California with like an American flag for a jacket and oh, a Trump wait, 2020. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Wait, no. No. But no, we're $24 trillion in debt. Yeah. Not because of school lunches and all this other shit it's because of medicare medicaid and social security these health care entitlements we have to hey hey, hey, i know you're pulling your hair out i know you think you have a solution to that that may be a solution but we got as a country we got to figure that this problem out because it's bankrupting this country okay so what's bankrupting it people getting sick or the or the companies making billions and billions instead of just billions if you look at the way that any other country does, and I, Americans hate that term, any other country. Any other but country. if you look at how any other country with free health care runs it, they regulate the healthcare industry. So we have to put these sanctions on the healthcare, And I know but that you, goes against you, capitalism but, and the free market. Well, well, again, it's the balance of the mixed economy, socialism and capitalism. No, what there's you do a, is— There's a trade-off. The trade-off is the American people give up a lot more out of their pocketbook for something like that. And I know you're going to fight me on this, my good Canadian friend. (laughs) The quality of care is not where it's at here. In this country, the the quality of care in this country is the best in the world. Disagree. Now, now it is. Now, the access to that care for everybody is is totally – access is totally different. It's the same thing with education. No, because again, we're a freer country. I more see what capitalist. you're saying. So we have we have more inequality in every regard in life. And so I say, fuck that. I, and, I, and that's where we. That's where we. That's where you and I may did, disagree. Exactly. Um, I feel I healthcare no... is a right, the same way driving on the paved road is. Yeah. Well, th- and see, in America, it's not. We have a different concept of rights here. Now, but we may change that. So change it, Joe. No, I don't want to change it. No, no, you're gonna, you're no, gonna, see, you're gonna change it because you won't get elected unless you change president. it. And and you see, I don't. Here's think... the thing: you will change it because no. you have to tell everyone that there is no more political. There is there are no more corporate donations into political campaigns. You're gonna have to do that. See, I got no problem with that. Okay, 
like we said, you, you got to start agreeing at the bottom. And that's the first, and no matter what we disagree on, that takes up 90% of it. You get rid of you get rid of uh, corporate interest in politics. You have a country for the fucking people. Wait, well, see, that's such a beautifully, wonderfully simplistic thing to say. Don't corporate interest have every right to have a say in our politics as much as say, like the teachers' union, educational interest? No. And they don't. No. They, no. They are, you know what I love about you is the honesty. No, they don't. I don't think they do because they're looking after their own interests and willing to pay don't for it. Don't we all look and, after our own interests? Yeah, but give me a break. The, far, the pharmaceutical companies looking to, oh, yeah, yeah, looking no, to uh, no charge as much as they do for, for basic, basic treatment. And, and you never know what, what garbage is in there. And they're saying to these politicians, we're going to pay. Agreed. And it was what Jimmy – Jimmy Dore. Here you go, guy. Jimmy Dore. So he said that uh, money is speech. And he's and you're not bribing anyone. That's what it is. It's bribery. By the way, I'm speeching you. Here, here's my when I'm when I'm bribing you. I'm speeching you. Fine. And I I would say at different levels we all do. That. Joe, I'll give you eight bucks if you let uh, all Canadians come in whenever they want. That's the and, and so and that's legal. Well, give me a break. Right. And, and so what you want is politicians who won't take that eight dollar bribe. Right. Um, here's my campaign finance reform. Money's not a problem. Just get rid of all limits. Like, it's, let's say you're a billionaire what? like Mike Bloomberg, right? And you think you, you think I'm going to be president. Like, oh, you, okay. you want me to be president, right? No, so you write me a check. That. You said the opposite. <laughs> Dave, you write me a check for a million dollars because you think I'm a great candidate. In my world, you do that. You can do that. But then instantly there's disclosure. And everybody in America knows that you wrote me a check for a million dollars. And if that pisses off voters out there, then they won't vote for me. There's your campaign finance reform. Mm. Come on! That's a marketing. Play. No, no. Make the American people pay attention. If they're pissed off, good luck with that, buddy. If well, like I'm, I'm a big gun guy. So let's say the NRA gives me a million dollars. If that pisses off voters, then don't vote for Joe Walsh. But they should be instantly aware of it. it you can't take money out of politics. Yeah, there, there's a comedian for the life of me. I can't, can't think the name of him right now, but oh. they uh, said uh, that uh, politicians should be like uh, NASCAR drivers. They should have a patch of every one of their donors on their suit. <laughs> well, I and I've heard that, and I agree yeah. with that. But that means the American people got to get off their ass and start paying attention, it, right? Because right now they don't. Too much faith, and it's not the American people. You're giving too much faith in people in general, because. Let's face it, we're a lazy fucking species. Well, then we deserve to lose our lazy. No, but that's the no, problem. Because so, like, we're, Mike, we're not going to pay attention. No, but, this is America. So we're going to make so, this is America. It should be for the fucking people and not for the corporations. But here's here's the problem though, like when you have all these limits, you let a guy like Mike Bloomberg buy the nomination because I can't buy the nomination. I don't have money. So what do I have to spend all my time doing as a candidate? Trying to raise $1,000 at a time because I'm not Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg doesn't have limits on what he can give to his own campaign. Well, what about a Bernie? Point, what about old man Sanders? Look at how that guy runs his campaign. All of it, like I get emails I, every day. Hey, can I have 250 It's great. Can I have I three it. bucks if you're feeling generous? And I love that. And that's what it should be. That's exactly, exactly what it should be. It's, because it, that will keep corporate interest out of America. And let's face it, corporate <laughs> interest has no business in, 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 in public policy. Just like religion has no business in public policy, neither does corporate interest. Think about what you just said. It's fascinating, actually. Corporate interests have no business in public policy, but other interests do. Like human interest. 
health, to, aren't, me, to aren't, me, healthcare aren't, is aren't, not corporate interest. It's, as he, it's as he not, holds that Rolling Rock. Oh yeah, this beer. is what's, this who, is what's going to put me in the Rolling hospital. Rock. Who owns Rolling Rock? Is that? Let's see here. Is that uh, Anheuser? We're not Bush? doing it for the cameras. No, hold on a minute. Is no. that Anheuser Busch? What corporation? I, I don't think it's uh well, you know, I'm not, not, that, no, you I'm know not I'm saying, not no, like uh, Mr. Punk Rock where I'm going to eat broken glass or, or you're looking and shit on my your, pants all day. You're looking on your smartphone there, another yeah. corporate interest. Right, but we're they're sitting not- here in this beautiful shit shack owned <laughs> by I mean uh, built by <laughs> He called uh, it the shit shack. <laughs> did I get the name right? Yeah, right? dude, that's yeah, awesome. No, that's fantastic. Another they corporate interest. That. Yeah. Corporate interests, man, are good and bad. No, no, they're all bad in terms of being woven into public policy. They are not entitled to anything in the Constitution. It, People it, are entitled to the Constitution, not uh, some uh, fucking uh, corporation, because I've got a corporation. Well, I, I, I operate under that when I do my, my stand-up and my fucking bullshit prank calls and whatever the fuck else I do to make money, I do it all under a blanket corporation, and that's what makes money. But could you imagine if I if I lobbied under that corporation to be like, all right, so um, I want... Are you an American? You have a right to lobby and petition your government anytime you want. Every American does. I think that the head of the head of uh, give me a company, a big corporation, the head of AT&T in America has a right to petition, which is lobby their government every bit as much as I do or you do. Maybe if, it's if that, it's that, that fucking indiv- people on the bottom don't do it. Maybe that's what it no, is. You know, no, they do do it. You know, and the, here's the beauty. They organize. People on the bottom organize, they get together. What do you think the teachers' union is? Individual teachers, millions of them, coming together, putting a shitload of money behind their candidates. That's what makes America beautiful. Hey, Helene, you got to watch the clock because we have to get an Uber in about, well, we have to be back down there at like by six. All right, okay, so well, Joe, Joe's got a book called well, well, Fuck well, Silence. Well, let's, <laughs> Finally, I on, get to plug the book. Talk. Dump truck. No, 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 segue. By the way, this is fun, guys. You guys are good at yeah. what you do. He's got a segue. Yeah. All right. God damn it. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're, we're going to play a game real quick. Okay. Uh, usually usually like to play one. This one's Name the Politician. So Uh-oh. real simple. Go. going to read a quote. Joe Walsh. <laughs> His default is always going to be Joe Walsh. All, right. All right. So I'm going to read a quote. Okay. You tell me who it is. All right. So here's our first one. I think we disproportionately stop whites too much and minorities too little. Who said that? Oh, you know, uh, Bloomberg said that. Michael Bloomberg. In 2013. So this wasn't that long ago. It's not like it was 30 years ago. Yeah, he's going to flame out. Hopefully. Um, What a uh, joke that is. All right, the next one. I'm glad to stand on the stage with my fellow Democrats who talk about how important the black community is, at least at election time. I know this one. Oh, that was in one of the recent debates. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, you're on the right track. Elizabeth Warren. Oh, Warren said so that. So basically what she was doing. Yeah, yeah, that's like, a good point. Yeah, and, and she wasn't yeah. saying it about herself, but about yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. DNC. Absolutely. Um, all right, so the next one. Um, you better get this one. Uh-oh. I've Damn. got this thing, and it's fucking golden. Damn! Is that Trump? Rod Blagojevich. Oh, Blagojevich! In regards oh, remember to, that? In regards to the U.S. Senate seat when he was trying to oh, sell Obama's seat. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he just, just got. He's uh, got pardoned for the no, ultimate. His sentence was commuted. Well, commuted. So, so he, he he'll yeah. always have the felony, but he's yeah. free man now. Well, he had a fourteen year sentence. He served se- he served seven. So, but you know that's next time next time we have you on, we can talk about all that shit. One too. of the most corrupt states in the country. I mean, look at Trump pardoning all these corrupt people. Uh, yeah, corrupt pardons corrupt. Okay. All right, this one I guarantee you'll get. Good for you. Uh, well, you know, I try. I, I put a little effort into the show. Uh, I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. 
No, we just oh, heard that. Yeah, we, we, I, I will say this: I don't see it. Oh, that was Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. In front of with Putin. Yeah. yeah. All right, and I got one final quote for you. Jeez. A one-time bad congressman from Illinois. Oh, that was. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and and where is that quote listed? He, on the cover of my book, he also called me a bad radio host. So <laughs> this is the only shameless thing I'll do. So I just came out with a book. It's called Fuck Silence, Calling Trump Out for the Cultish, Moronic, Authoritarian Con Man He Is. Go to Amazon, buy it. It's a good, easy read. It's all about getting people to no longer be silent. We all have to rise up this year, no matter where we are politically, and call Trump out for the authoritarian con man he is. Fuck Silence by Joe Walsh. Amazon, go buy it. You guys are great. I absolutely. Like, this is one of, we've only done 10 episodes, but this is one of my favorite is interviews. Is this in your top 10? Seriously. Uh, yeah, it's in the top 10. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, well, hang on. I got I to gotta, I gotta go into this book a little bit because oh, these, no, here these, he goes. these titles of the chapters are awesome. Oh. Chapter one. The lies. <laughs> <laughs> the Chapter lies. two, the Constitution Breaker. The Constitution Breaker. I love that. Chapter three, the Constitution Breaker Part Two. Part Two. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> the enemy of democracy, the cultist, the narcissist, fixing the presidency, Boom. fixing conservatism, fixing the debt, fixing trade, fixing immigration. You'll like that. Chapter. I read it. I, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm saying you, you're, you're taking a little bit of a different stance, a little bit of a no, no, softer no. stance. Uh, I gotta say, you are compared to what you were before. Walsh and then after that, closing thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta get the uh, like. I, I've read most of it. It's 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 actually very well written. You're a pretty good author. I gotta get say, you an, I'm gonna get you both an autographed copy. Yeah, I absolutely look forward to reading it. It's called it. Fuck Silence. Get it on Amazon. Joe Walsh. This has been an honor, you two. I mean, absolutely. Thanks for coming, Joe. Thanks for coming to the show. Everybody woo. else. All right, we got the one suit in here. We are the Valley Boys. <laughs> Fixing all the world's problems with uh, the future president, to my chagrin, Joe Walsh. <laughs> I'm here with Dump Truck, the piece of shit Republican. And I'm going to be voting for him. Republican. Yeah. Bring our troops home now. Absolutely. All right, thanks for listening. Good night. Good night. See, aren't they good? <laughs> <laughs>